What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman podcast, where we seek to restore women with God's truth for their everyday lives. I'm Tashiba Oliver. And I'm Leah Ross, and we're your hosts. This is season four. This season, we've got some exciting things in store. So join us as we study God's word, celebrate women living faithfully on mission, and dive into cultural issues through a biblical lens. You ready, Tashiba? Oh yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's, let's go. go. Welcome back to the podcast. We are in our next installment of the series Rhythm and Soul. And today we are going to be talking about evangelism and serving. And, um, you know, I know we know that this is sort of one of those topics when we talk about evangelism People can sort of uh, say like, "Oh goodness, yeah. are y'all Here gonna? Go. Are y'all gonna tell us what to do? Y'all gonna tell us what to do? Okay, I don't know." Yeah. So before you even just There's some hesitancy around it, it's hesitancy. People got baggage. That's okay. Yeah, I people, got baggage. You got baggage, girl. We all got baggage, but thanks be to God, there is grace for us through mm-hmm. the cross and the blood of Jesus. Lay down your bags at the foot of the cross. Come on now, <laughs> lay them down. Lay it all down. So in talking about these spiritual disciplines, what we want to continue to keep at the forefront of our minds is that spiritual disciplines are meant to build communion with God by knowing who God is. And in knowing who God is, we are building communion and relationship with God. And so they're built out of the character of God where Jesus invites those who have professed his name to follow him, we follow in the same ways and the habits of Jesus. So as we're talking about the the spiritual practices of evangelism and serving, Leah, how is evangelism defined? Yeah, so we're going to define, for the sake of the podcast, we're going to define evangelism uh, as a commissioning, um, right? It's telling people, God has commissioned us to tell people the good news Uh, And the good news is the gospel uh, of Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus came to dwell with us. He died. Three days later, he rose. And that work has accomplished reconciliation, not only between God and people, Mm -hmm. but between people and each other and the whole created world. So there's a whole consummation uh, that happens. And so this is the good news, Mm -hmm. that he didn't leave us in our sin, Mm -hmm. but he came to rescue us Mm -hmm. and to reconcile us to himself and to each other. Yeah, and when we uh, acknowledge and recognize that, not only do we recognize it, but we acknowledge it and walk in the truth of that, there is the gift of not just eternal life, Mm -hmm. but there is the beauty and goodness of flourishing Mm -hmm. in our relationships and in the places where our two feet walk every day, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, and then what about serving? Yeah, and so serving then is the space where we are seeking to meet the practical needs of others to the mm-hmm. glory of God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the the distinguishing part there is to the glory of God. Like you're serving unto the Lord, mm-hmm. uh, not to receive something else and not for some, some type of ambition, right? Mm-hmm. But you're meeting needs for the glory of God. And mm-hmm. so, 
yeah, in light of that, like, let's sort of give some, put some flesh on this yeah. evangelism. Yeah. Um, and how can we really get a sense of what it is? Yeah, evangelism. I love the way that um, Dr. Carl Ellis um, says uh, this around commissioning, but evangelism is commissioned work. It's mm-hmm. a commission practice. And he says the first commission is out of Genesis one twenty six and one twenty seven, which is to be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. Well, the com- the first commission is no different than the second, except for that it comes through the finished atoning work of Jesus Christ. And then we hear in Matthew twenty eight nineteen through twenty, which I want us to just uh, read specifically. I'm reading from the CSB. But it says in Matthew 28, 19 through 20, Jesus came near and said to them, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. So this evangelism comes out of this commission, not just to be fruitful and multiply, but because Christ has now come fulfilling what the law could not do, mm-hmm. and because his spirit is now embodied in those who profess in his name, we have the ability to tell that good news and the freedom that he provides, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, through, through Jesus Christ. And so it is an ordained practice it's fueled by the Holy Spirit, and it is rooted in God's Word. Mm-hmm. So here's what evangelism is not. Evangelism is not you telling a testimony about your life. Mm-hmm. It's a testimony. Mm-hmm. Now, the testimony can point to the good news of the gospel, yeah. but evangelism is the ordained practice mm-hmm. fueled by the Holy Spirit right. and rooted in God's Word yeah. around the good news. And I think that's why some of us uh, have um, some hesitancy, right? Because yeah. you're like, am I doing it right? And mm-hmm. how, you know, like, yeah, just feeling like, okay, I have this responsibility to, to check all the boxes to make sure, mm-hmm. you know, this person comes to faith. But mm-hmm. I think uh, I just want to like park right here and remind us that, um, and I had a spiritual leader in the past uh, say this, but successful evangelism ultimately is sharing the gospel in faith you're walking in obedience to God, and then you leave the results up to the Holy Spirit. Okay, so pretty much what you're saying is that our mm-hmm. job is to not get, air quotes, somebody saved. Right, you're not burning anybody or getting anybody saved. Who does that? Who, the who? Holy Spirit. Huh, okay. The, the freedom is yours to say, I'm doing what you've asked me to do. Lord. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, you're ultimately doing it anyway. So the the true change that happens is an mm-hmm. inward change, is a spiritual change. We cannot accomplish that. Mm. That's the Lord's job. Oh, ain't that a freedom? That's I just, thing. I rejoice with my sister who's ever, who is listening yeah. right now, who's like, oh, okay. So I, 
I'm the yeah. Lord is just asking me to so like share my the personality is I love that because I'm like ooh this is an adventure like yes. I'm just on for the ride yeah other people might feel anxious about that because mm-hmm. you know we are we got some sisters out there that are more planners and they like to mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. you know be a little more strategic type mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. not that that's a bad thing yeah um there's space for everybody in the kingdom yeah uh right and so I just want to leave space for like that might be more challenging for other people to release um mm-hmm. and that's okay mm-hmm. god god is with us he's gonna help us yeah so talk to us about serving like mm-hmm. him us in on a little bit of meat on yeah what is it take us a little it's, bit deeper in yeah that. i mean so serving i love that we get a great model of this in jesus and we're going to talk about that in a minute Um, But it's truly just loving others through, you know, our hands and our feet. So what we do, how we serve, how we how we engage um, is in service to someone else. Mm -hmm. And it's a day to day, moment by moment practice. We see this modeled in Christ um, and it always, always involves setting our needs aside momentarily mm-hmm. for the sake of somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. So whether that's serving your kids, whether that's serving a friend in need, whether mm-hmm. that's serving your spouse, mm-hmm. whether that's serving your mom and dad, like mm-hmm. wherever um, re- those relationships are, your your uh, folks in church, in your church. Mm-hmm. Serving in your local church. Serving in your local church, serving in your community. Serving in your community. There's, yeah, there's always spaces where you have have a choice to set your desires and your needs aside momentarily and practically meet the need of another. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So how do we see this modeled by Christ? Particularly with evangelism, we see it all throughout the gospel, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, you just gave yeah. us like yeah. <laughs> where Jesus gave gave the disciples their marching orders. Yeah, where Jesus gave, Jesus gave the marching orders. We also see it through the gospels in the way in which Jesus is doing miracles, meeting practical needs, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You see the, the, the people are hungry. Yeah. He's serving through meeting the need right. uh, with the fish and loaves. And there's mm-hmm. so many others. That's why we sort of didn't want to, you know, just sort of synchronize it to mm-hmm. one particular text. But we see Christ modeling this in Matthew, mm-hmm. Mark, Luke, and John. He embodies it. He embodies and it. And I just, I'm like, it's so purposeful that we have these together, right? Evangelism and serving. Why do they go mm-hmm. together? Because when we look at the model of Jesus, he served, mm-hmm. right? And in those moments, like you were even just talking about of those miracles performed, mm-hmm. there is a meeting of a practical need. Mm-hmm. And then that's an avenue that opens up for him to proclaim yes. the good news of salvation. Say right? that one more time. Meet, he meets those practical needs and it always opens up an avenue where he's like, this is just a shadow. Mm-hmm. And this is... and. I, like live time, I'm like live oh. time. This is why I'm saying this is live time right this now. Is, this this is, is not in our notes, <laughs> so go ahead and drop it. This is what we're talking about: is how connected evangelism and serving is. Yes, we serve the way Jesus served as a model and a shadow of wow. Ultimately, God meets our needs mm-hmm. and has met our needs mm-hmm. through. Christ and his sacrifice and resurrection. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Jesus does this. He's he shows through the touching and the healing mm-hmm. of, for example, like the blind man, right? Mm-hmm. Who he heals. A bunch of he there's several examples. There's several examples of the healing through. But the if Jesus blind. heals a blind person, mm-hmm. right? He is showing the restoration of physical sight 
is a shadow of how the 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 blindness uh, yes. in our in our souls in our souls. that sin has caused Jesus came to set us free and in that we can experience salvation and new Ooh, life. Oh, amen. 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 Mm. Mm. So yeah, so yes. that so that so I mean I feel like evangelism and serving like they're supposed they're to go hand, together. They're supposed to go um, together. But yeah, so you were talking about like this this example, even Jesus talking about why mm-hmm. right he has come. Yeah, in in Matthew twenty twenty eight, it makes very clear that Jesus did not come to be served but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. And so, um, you know, like Jesus is embodying this. Mm -hmm. He is embodying what um, service is, is loving others through the hands and feet. And that's exactly what he does Mm -hmm. um, for three years of ministry as he has has come. He well, actually, the, his thirty years as a child. Right. I mean, right. it's just flat out service from beginning to end. You know, but the active pursuit of that through, because the, actually through those three years putting on the flesh and coming was an act of service. It, the, him putting on flesh was an act of service. So the whole life, fam. the whole life, fam. So Matthew twenty twenty eight, and then of course in Matthew five sixteen, he gives this word to us like, "Let our light shine before men that they may see." your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. And so there is this aspect of serving that brings forth, like through your serving, and Leah, you talked about this, it is a shadow Mm -hmm. of pointing us to the true worker of all good. Come on now. Whose name is Jesus, so that his father may be glorified. Ladies, if you're enjoying the ministry and content of The Urban Christian Woman, would you take a minute to write a review and give us a rating on iTunes? Our goal is to get truth into the hands of urban women. You can help us by leaving even a one-sentence review and some stars. This simple act will help increase our visibility for more women to find this podcast and resources to help equip them in their everyday lives. So girl, what you waiting for? Just go ahead and do it right now. And if you haven't yet, join our community on social media. You can find us on Instagram at The Urban Christian Woman, Facebook, The Urban Christian Woman, and on our website, which is theurbanchristianwoman.com. So that is the goal of the Father's heart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is for him to be glorified. So talk about, let's talk about some of these hindrances to mm-hmm. the disciplines, you know. What mm-hmm. is what are some hindrances to evangelism? Well, so I, I can I can I bring it in for us? Like what bring are for you, what have been some hindrances for you? And how how can we connect that with our listeners? Yeah, yeah. Some hindrances, I think, for me um, have been, honestly, just busyness, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) Just to be honest, like, my my busyness in the fact of, like, I probably— This is what I will say, because we're saying that evangelism and serving go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. My pendulum could probably swing— some uh, oftentimes more towards serving Mm -hmm. and not slowing down to really Mm -hmm. take the relational building Mm -hmm. time to 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 be able to be in a space to to share the gospel 
yeah. in a very intentional way, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, it, it's easier for me to just serve and meet mm-hmm. a need and leave the evangelism and, in that way, you and know? you serve well, right? You yeah. encourage well, um, uh-huh. but I see you saying that, I mean, none of us have arrived, right? There's yeah. places to grow in mm-hmm. slowing down to find the, the words to clearly and, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. lovingly communicate the gospel message. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. What about you? Girl, baggage, 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 baggage. <laughs> I think um, getting caught up in the methodology, right? Like, mm. am I, uh, you know, am I hitting all the points, right? Like, are they are they gonna walk away with a with a real, true yeah. grasp of what the gospel is? Mm. And so sometimes I think, I, you know, I get tripped up in how to share. Uh, the gospel because I'm like, am I leaving out something or am mm-hmm. I adding too much? Like I get yeah. so so then I just don't mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So I think that even just um, being too bogged down by methods and mm-hmm. not um, maybe centering myself as much on mm-hmm. prayer and the Holy Spirit guiding me and actually what to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And then what are some hindrances? So. You may be relating to this or some of the hindrances that you may experience um, are just fear, Mm -hmm. you know, fear around um, will this be received Mm -hmm. like the weight of like just like what Leah is saying that could easily I could see that turning into fear as well. Mm -hmm. Even rejection can be I remember. Oh, my gosh. I remember in like younger years and shout out to my dad like I'm grateful for him because I was like I am not sharing the gospel but my dad them had a hardcore like <laughs> game plan when we game were plan. younger Get like quit. popsicles on the block okay yeah. and asking anybody do they want a popsicle and it was a doorway to sharing mm-hmm. the gospel mm-hmm. you know um, and friends who I know to this day are walking with Jesus because because they got a popsicle from your daddy <laughs> Yeah, I love it. At the end of the driveway, yes. you know, like, but I think like that rejection in a in a thirteen mm-hmm. year old mind, like rejection is very real, yeah. you know, yeah. and I can it can still be very real for people mm-hmm. that rejection, and then of course the equipping methods which yeah. you talked about. Yeah, what about serving? What are some hindrances to the discipline of serving? I mean, I can definitely identify with some of these hindrances to serving because I. In my own flesh, can we just be honest? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I tend towards laziness. Mm-hmm. I tend towards um, this, like, pr- sort of protecting my own time mm-hmm. necessarily. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so I think I think some of our common barriers I can identify with, um, like, sort of this sense of laziness, mm-hmm. maybe not, not listening or seeing others, like, mm-hmm. just sort of a self-centeredness that can prevent us from, because you can't serve if you, unless you are mm-hmm. listening to the needs or knowing the needs or asking the needs, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you're not putting yourself in a place where you're listening, valuing others, spending time with others, and, yeah. and really having an eye open to see what those needs are, mm-hmm. um, that can be a barrier. And then just busyness, like we mm-hmm. can, our lives can get so full, but if we look around at the value of our days, doesn't match the value of our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Like what mm-hmm. we spend our time with and mm-hmm. who we spend our time on mm-hmm. should reflect uh, the mission of God on our lives. So yeah, yeah missing yeah. missing out on that, I think are a lot of where we hit a lot of those hindrances mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and needing to recenter, sort of recalibrate us on 
Like yeah. how, yeah, you got, I see you flipping pages over here. You got some scripture to recalibrate I us? do, I do. And I would Drop say like, yeah, I would say also like for me, you you were talking about yours. I would say that mine would be just like this, this mm-hmm. uh, prideful heart towards it, which is like, oh, the praise of men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm serving so well mm-hmm. that, um, yeah, I'm seeking the praise of men. Mm. And I don't want to go too deep into this, but I just want to say, like, to me, this is, like, I know some people are not into the Enneagram, but this is why the Enneagram was very helpful to me mm-hmm. because anytime I find myself at extreme serving, mm-hmm. I actually know that I'm not in a healthy spiritual state. Mm-hmm. I'm actually serving to escape and sort of, feed my own flesh mm-hmm. towards ambition or, mm-hmm. or ambition or, that's yeah. right okay. that's right okay. that's right yeah. and so you know I think about that particularly with serving yeah. and then looking at John 13 um chapter 12 verses 16 right we see this conversation that Jesus is having um with the disciples and it says when Jesus had washed their feet and put on his outer clothing he reclined again and said to them Do you know what I have done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are speaking rightly since that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done for you. Truly, I tell you, a servant is not greater than his master, Mm -hmm. and a messenger is not greater than the one who sent him. And so I just think about that passage of scripture when it comes to this posture of serving, whether you're on the spectrum of going towards laziness or busyness or lack of value of other people, or whether you're going towards a haughty heart, the goal is that we would be following mm-hmm. after the one who has gone before us. And really this posture, you know, for me, when I read that text, mm-hmm. when I am dealing with like that accolade, that that haughty heart, that pride, right? To understand what is he trying to say through the washing of feet? It is the most lowest, it is the most dirtiest, and yes. it's the most the grittiest yeah. place. Yeah. There's nothing below. There's nothing below. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. There's Come nothing on. too low. There's nothing too low. And so if I find myself going into that mm-hmm. space, it's like, no, have I is my heart at that same mm-hmm. space by which I am seeking mm-hmm. to serve. Like mm-hmm. it is the lowliest place, it is the dirtiest mm-hmm. place. It is, you know, I mean people their feet. We know we know the history around that text. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's just a couple of thoughts that I that's have good. around yeah, you know good. serving. So talk to Leah about action. Like what are the habits that set us up to practice the discipline of the spiritual practice of serving and serving and evangelism. Well, I mean, yeah, walking through sort of our similar framework for this series, like we are going to start with inventorying, taking a a whole inventory, right? Mm -hmm. So how can we inventory the people and the times, right? Like Mm -hmm. for these opportunities to Mm -hmm. practice evangelism and serving. And so when we were talking about in just preparation, like, 
what is people in times actually mean? Well, obviously, like the relationships, right, that you have. Right. But then also, as we look at like what are the times, how can we inventory the times? When you're inventorying the times and you're looking at like your week or just sort of what where yeah. you're, what season yeah. of life you're in, yeah, you're looking for both like actual times, mm-hmm. right, and opportunities. So, mm-hmm. um, the the sense of like where are the times when I can have a coffee date with a sister that I've been meaning to share the gospel with because she's a classmate of mine Mm -hmm. and we sit together but we've Mm -hmm. never actually carved out time to like sit down and have a conversation or what are the times when I can have you know a family on my block like in my home for dinner Mm -hmm. or um, or the 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 relationship that your child has already sort of yeah uh God has providentially orchestrated through your children. Like I think about my daughter, mm-hmm. my youngest daughter, Maddie Grace, and yeah. how, you know, she has these like friends and she's like so excited and it's a small group. What does it look like? Mm-hmm. How God has already orchestrated those relationships right. yeah. to build closer relationship, not just for the sake of your daughter and mm-hmm. knowing who her friends are, mm-hmm. but also to build yeah. It's it's like a preordained yeah. relationship. Well, no almost, matter what, right it's at. like because God has a good plan for the world. Like He has put believers in all of these places, right? right? Where you're touching and rubbing shoulders with people that don't know Jesus. Right. Period. Full right. stop. Whether, Absolutely. Whether that's at your kid's school, whether that's at your job, whether yep. that's at the gym, like. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The coffee shop that you frequent, like yeah. there are spaces where those relationships are waiting. And yeah. it's just a matter of seeing with, with God's eyes and intentionality yeah. Yeah. how to bring how to take that, you know, yeah. that next step to yeah. approach yeah. that person and build a deeper relationship where there's trust. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like knowing mm-hmm. their name is a huge part of that. With Leah and I were just talking about it. She saw me give her the IQ and she was like, yeah, I'm about to tee you up, but But Leah and I and another girlfriend, we just recently have gone through and finished um, John Amuchekwa's latest book, We Go On. We had talked about this on our IG Live, but we love his his prayer resource, but particularly around knowing someone's name. He he talks about him going into a coffee shop and knowing the barista's name yeah. mm-hmm. and what how the power of a name and I thought about that in the space of evangelism particularly like the power of knowing someone's name mm-hmm. how evangelism starts with prayer that you can be praying for that person yeah. by name yeah. and as you interact with them hearing when you're talking to them in the coffee line or standing then you can take that back to the Lord right. by their name right. And pray for those things, yeah. and then asking the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. create. You're gonna create that opportunity for me to share the hope of the good news, right. and in the midst of that, I'm gonna be able to reflect good news by sharing out of my own. Will you help me to be courageous yeah. mm-hmm. as I engage with this person by name? By name, and yep. so it's yep. so powerful. So I think even like when we talk about inventorying those people, mm-hmm. maybe you don't know their names, but inventory those people who they are. Yeah. The cashier, yes. The um, school secretary, yes. whatever, and mm-hmm. then from there, learn their names. Yep. And then that's the there, next step to starting small, right? right? Is to to know who is around you, who is around, who you. doesn't know the good news, know their name, mm-hmm. right? Because the end game is sharing the gospel. Salvation is the Spirit's work, not yours. Mm-hmm. You can't save nobody, mm-hmm. but you can tell anybody. Come on, about. 
Jesus. Do we need a Hammond? <laughs> on that their message? On that their message. So start small, just start by knowing small. their name and then bringing it in that mm-hmm. way. And then mm-hmm. practicing it in an embodied way. This of y'all, y'all know our three steps towards action. Inventory, yes. start small, and then practice it in an embodied way. Leah, yeah. how do we practice yeah. this yeah. of evangelism and serving in an embodied way? So I think part of the reason that we have so much baggage is because we haven't practiced it in an embodied way, fam. I want to holler here on this mic because we think that we can sort of like drive by a person and throw Mm. the gospel out the window. Holla, holla, holla. And they can catch it and their life can be changed. And let me tell you, that's not how it works, people. It's not. (laughs) It's not how it works. Relationship, proximity, being in that person's life, being an embodied friend to them. Say it, say it, say it. safe space. Say it. Those are all, that's the stuff that that gets the soil ripe for the Mm, gospel. Come through. I could talk about this all day. I know you could. So talk to us about salt. Yeah. What you know about salt, girl? Come through with the salt, okay? (laughs) Because... When we when we're talking about like the whole the whole experience of Jesus saying you are the salt of the earth, okay? If you are a follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. you are the salt. And I was thinking about I'm like salt does kind of two different things, mm-hmm, right? Like mm-hmm, it has mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. role of preserving Come through. what is decaying, mm-hmm. and then it has a role of adding and pulling out flavor mm-hmm. in what you're about to savor mm-hmm. on that dish, on that meal that's about to go mm-hmm. on the plate. So tell me how we can we can so take when that for our we life. are the salt, mm. we are we are first of all confessing and believing that God created the world and called it good, hmm. right? So it's not actually going to hell in a handbasket. Mm. It's going to consummation mm. under Jesus the King. Mm. Okay. So you're talking about the story arc, the meta narrative of creation, fall, arc. redemption restoration or consummation. Uh-huh. Talk and to so us. So when we begin with God saying that the world is good mm-hmm. and his creation is good and his people are good, mm. then we can start there yeah. and say, no, 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 no. We mm-hmm. want to pull out and preserve mm-hmm. what God has said is good mm-hmm. in this world, mm-hmm. what God has said is good on this image mm-hmm. bearer and in, and in her story mm-hmm. and in her life. So if a sister is struggling with an addiction yeah. or deep she is wrestling through um the the loss and the sorrow yeah. of um a loved one who has passed away then and i'm saying you, this for myself yes. like Leah, Leah you know i've shared about mm-hmm. Leah and i were talking today i i've lost my cousin to um covid recently i have been working through the mm-hmm. grief and the loss of that yeah. how would you come alongside someone who doesn't know jesus yeah. and that way and practice evangelism in an embodied way through the story arc yeah when you're grieving loss or Mm -hmm. when you're when you when you're talking to someone who's battling through addiction already at the root of that is a value for life Mm -hmm. right like we grieve death because we know that life is good Mm -hmm. right like we grieve those that fall into addictive patterns because we know that they're trying to hold on Mm -hmm. But they don't have the coping mechanism to hold on, but they want to hold on. But they want to hold on. And you want to see life, Mm -hmm. right, when you're grieving someone's loss. And Mm -hmm. so naming that, right, that Mm -hmm. that's the beginning of the story. It's not the brokenness, but the beginning of the story is, no, there is a collect. We all agree Mm-hmm. That there's something about life that is good mm-hmm. and that's valuable and that's affirming. And mm-hmm. so drawing from that and saying, and because of sin mm-hmm. in the world, 
in my life and in the world. Come on, get into orthopraxis. Come on. It's broken. It's broken. Fam, and there's pain. And so your pain is extracting the brokenness of sin through the use of your substance through what yeah. has happened with with we my cousin have, through COVID and loss and death. Yeah, we have Come ways on. of coping with the pain mm. that don't reflect God, that reflect the mm. brokenness in the world. Woo. But the good news is that Jesus came to give us hey, glory. a solution Woo, for the honey. pain and the brokenness in the Come world. Come on in here. And it's in him. It's Woo, in his glory. life. His mm, sacrifice mm, and his resurrection to new life, mm, glory, victory mm-hmm. in the resurrection mm-hmm. and saying, no, we already see mm-hmm. that sin has been defeated mm-hmm. and that Jesus has won. Mm-hmm. And so we can walk in that and we can walk when you grieve the loss of a family member, you can walk in the trust that one day death will be put in its grave mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. and those in Christ will rise to life forever. Mm. Death is not the final say. You know, coping, coping uh, your pain through addiction is not, not the final, the final say. way. Mm-hmm. God says, taste and see mm-hmm. that he is good. Woo. And blessed are those who find a refuge in him. And so these are the messages of life. And I'm telling you, even when we go through like, you know, believing the whole story arc of God and believing in an embodied way, if you have not experienced the good news and the transformation of God's hope in your life, you can't really share that hope with somebody else, right? Like, you'd be like, listen, Jesus died to save you from your sin. Mm-hmm. It, is it good news? Is man? it good news? Are you set free? Come on now. So Are you, you living so the you abundant walking life? around in an embodied way like it's sad news. And just everything is broken, yeah. but it's good news. It's good news. Woo, woo. Come to the on. one who's been set free. Yes. Hanti. I'm going to sit down. Take us home to Shiva. <laughs> and then when it comes to serving, <laughs> serving is flowing out of the spirits working your life. Yes. This is the... This is the oh, attachment, the thread. The thread. Oh, the thread. The thread. This is the attachment because of what he has done, the con- the, the beauty of redemption and the consummation that will yes. officially come. You can actually see things being made, made new mm-hmm. as you are pursuing, serving, through yes. flowing out of the spirit's work in your life. Yeah. When you do it in the flesh, you will burn out. I'll burn out. Mm-hmm. When you operate in your flesh, but when you do it in the spirit of Jesus, you are aware of your times. You're aware of the time to serve and the time to rest, just like Jesus did, where to go and who to serve. Okay, come on now. Come on, discernment. Come on. Yes. And so serving flows out of the spirit's yes. work in your life, and you're doing it with a joy mm-hmm. and a hope mm-hmm. because you know the one who has done mm. and fulfilled mm. the work. Yes. For the, for the joy that was set and I, before him. And, and I'm just going to put you on uh, mm. the spotlight for a minute mm. because I feel like this is your mm. spiritual gift of service. Like mm. I've seen highlighted and I want to encourage other women like calling out in the sisters' lives that, sh- that you see mm. around you Amen. because of Amen. the joy that God has given you. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can joyfully serve others. Amen. And I see that. And Amen. so sisters, like let's encourage each other yes. and also live out of that for ourselves that yes. when we have the joy of the Lord in us mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit bubbling up in us, like mm. we're fueled on to do that. Mm. And so let's let's encourage one another yes. and Amen. let's spur one another on to those love and good deeds. Righteous and righteous.
words and good deeds. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Come on, Scripture, Mary. Mm-hmm. So listen, I'm going to pray for us. Yeah. Father, we just thank you and we praise you for the gift of knowing what you have done for us on the cross and being able to go out and tell what you have done. God, thank you for the gift of evangelism. Thank you, God, for this ordained practice of sharing the good news. Father, I pray for every sister who may uh, be afraid, who may be too busy, who has not set it as a priority of heart. Maybe it's rejection, God. Uh, maybe it's slothfulness, God. God, I pray that uh, that our, our obedience uh, would be a response to the faith that we believe of what you have already done on the cross. And so, Father, we pray that evangelism would be a spiritual practice that we embody in a very tangible way in this year and in the years ahead. And then, Father, we pray for our sisters who uh, struggle with serving. God, we pray in the name of Jesus that they're Uh, that they would see that it flows out of the Spirit's work in their life. And God, that they would be able to experience the joy and the fruit of that. God, give each one of us uh, uh, the, 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 the conviction to be still and pursue your presence in prayer so that we can have the space to hear from you about who and where, who we're to serve and where we're to go and when we should uh, uh, serve. And so, God, we entrust this to you because you're a great God and you're a good father. And so we give your name praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a blessed day, ladies.